the World Wrestling Federation, for over 50 years. Symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. How's it going, everybody? Josiah here for Wrestling Review Central to talk New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax Night 18, the B Block Finals featuring an absolutely insane match between Kazuchika Okada and Kenny Omega that lived up to all expectations. Oh my goodness, what a show! Water show. I'm going to keep Omega's music playing in the background because it's awesome and certainly worth celebrating. The big news coming into the show, I'm just going to start right off with it. Kenny Omega has defeated Kazuchika Okada, finally beating him in their third matchup. They are 1-1-1. One, one, and one. One win, one loss, one draw each, and you know when that fourth match happens down the line, it is going to be awesome. Oh my goodness. Holy cow. What a show. What a match. This main event was unbelievable. Absolutely phenomenal matchup. And I'm just going to say, if you haven't watched it yet, stop. What are you doing? Stop. Pause this podcast right here, right now. Go watch this match and come back to it. This was incredible. An incredible match. Uh, and if you're wondering how they could have topped themselves after the 60-minute draw, well, they <laughs> worked at a pace of a 45-50 minute match and packed it into 25 minutes. They worked at such a a crazy crazy pace but we're gonna get to that once we get cover all of that uh, once we get through all these other matches here on the card and so with that we're going to talk about the opening tag matches that featured the first one featured Suzuki Goon El Desperado uh, Yoshini, Yoshinubu Kanemaru and Tai Chi against Jushin Thunder Liger, Kushida and Harai Kawato. And the end of this match came when 
Uh, let's see. When Desperado hit Kawato with an Angel's Wings for the win. And then Desperado and the rest of Suzuki Goon attack Kushida afterwards. And they, then Desperado posed with the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. And it looks like he's going to be getting a title shot very soon. I thought Bushi was going to get the first uh, shot soon before that, but I guess it's going to be Desperado first, which I'm fine with. That's that's going to be fine. Uh, next up, then we had Chaos, Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, and Yoshihashi against Chase Owens, Tenga Roa, and Yujiro Takahashi. And this was a, it wasn't a bad tag match. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. And then uh, Goto got the win uh, on over Chase Owens with a Yushigarashi and uh, then a GTR for the win. And then we had Azuka and Zack Sabre Jr., Suzuki-Goon against Yuji Nagata and Togi Makabe. And this uh, ended up being a bit of a wild brawl at first. And it was an okay match. I mean, Azuka is okay as long as you know what you're going to get with him. Uh, this It had a lot of cheating in it, which I'm not really a fan of. Uh, but anyways, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. hit a penalty kick on Yuji Nagata after uh, Azuka used his iron hand or iron claw or iron fingers to hit Nagata and got the win there. Next up, we had the... Uh, the Bullet Club, Cody Rose, Young Bucks, Hangman Page, and Bad Luck Fale against War Machine, Ricochet, Rusuke Taguchi, and Katsuya Kitamura. Taguchi Japan, with uh, Kitamura becoming a new member of Taguchi Japan, which I'm all for. I'm all for the Young Lions being members of Taguchi Japan, all of them, which is awesome. Uh, there was a lot of great spots in this match. This was a lot of fun. Um, great dives and all that kind of stuff where uh, even Hanson coming off the top rope to take everyone out. But the match was just a lot of fun. So, so much fun. And uh, at the start of the match, Cody Rhodes came out with a piece of paper and he said, this is the finish, Kevin Kelly. Read it to the audience. And uh, it said, 8 to 10 minutes, Bullet Club wins with a moonsault, which was the same finish they planned the night before. And... uh, the Bucks, Page, and Cody all went for the moonsault, but Taguchi Japan cut them off. Then the uh, Bullet Club ended up, uh, or the, uh, then they piled the Bullet Club on top of each other and ha- had Hansen go in for a moonsault on all of them, but Bad Luck Folly cut them off. Then everyone came in for a bunch of crazy spots and dives, and Hanson hit his. Uh, Ricochet hit a corkscrew moonsault to the outside of the ring, um, a Sasuke special. And then Hanson followed with a somersault to the outside. Kitamura hit the ropes, but Page came in with a clothesline. And then he uh, hit uh, the he hit uh, Kitamura with the Amori driver, the right of, page, right of passage for the win. And then we had our final A block G1 matches: uh, Juice Robinson against Michael Elgin. And this was a very good match. Elgin and Juice. Uh, didn't do anything too fancy, but it was really, really, really good. And uh, sto- uh, the stock of Juice Robinson has raised so much in this tournament, and Michael Elgin, too, to be honest. Elgin showed that when it comes to contract renewal time, New Japan needs to go after him. Uh, the, yeah, they just need to go after him. He He's proven to be a solid upper mid-card main event guy, and I expect him and Juice to both get big title shots in the next year. 
Elgin uh, hit a big, big somersault to the floor uh, on uh, Robinson, and they went back and forth here. Uh, he uh, Robinson hit Elgin with a DDT, but then got hit with an Inziguri, and then Robinson caught Elgin with a full Nelson slam for a two count. Robinson captured uh, Elgin as he was going to the top rope and landed a powerbomb. Uh, he went for the pulp friction, but Elgin escaped, only to be hit with a gut buster. Robinson went for a somersault into the corner. His cannonball, he went for the cannonball, but Elgin caught him and then picked him up and hit the buckle bomb, which was a great spot. And then Juice quickly came back with a flash cover, but Elgin kicked out. Elgin went for a burning hammer, but Juice escaped and hit his big left hand. Elgin reversed Pulp Friction, but Juice hit another big left hand and then hit Pulp Friction and got the big, big win over Michael Elgin. Juice wanted to shake hands after the match, and uh, Elgin instead raised his hand and celebrated with him, just, you know, pointing to Juice, saying, this guy's the man. This was a very good match. Next up, we had Tamatanga and Sonata, and this went in ways I did not expect. Uh, there was a lot of comedy spots, which were actually really great. Uh, on the outside of the ring, well, uh, Tamatanga went to lock the uh, Sonata in the Paradise Lock and realized he didn't know how to do it, and gave up and just started stomping on uh, Sonata, which was very funny. And But on the outside of the ring, Sonata locked the Paradise Lock on Tamatanga, and he couldn't get out, so he's sitting there in the aisle just waiting to get counted out. And that's when uh, Yujiro Takahashi and Tangaroa came out to help him out. And uh, they didn't really know what to do, so they ended up uh, just, you know, kicking him to roll him over. And then uh, Tamatanga ran towards the ring to avoid being countered out and jumped over the guardrail, but tripped on the guardrail and crashed the mat and still managed to get in the ring in time, which I thought was really great. And then uh, after that... They started to trade false finishes, and this was really, really great. Uh, Sonata went for the skull end multiple times, and Tonga kept going for the gun stun, and he finally, finally hit uh, uh, the gun stun and was able to get the win. I thought this was a really fun match, and they brought the best out of each other. Uh, Next up, we had Toro Yano against Minoru Suzuki. And I predicted Yano uh, to win this match, oddly enough. I thought this could be the perfect guy for him to win against. Uh, Suzuki, but when he came out, I thought, Suzuki's going to kill this man. And, you know, Yano's music hit, and Suzuki got this sick smile on his face. And it just looked like he was going to destroy poor Yano. And then they uh, Suzuki attacked him right at the bell. Tai Chi was involved. And Yano uh, managed to undo a turnbuckle, but Suzuki dominated most of the match. Yano uh, managed to give Suzuki an inverted atomic drop on the outside but and tried to tape Suzuki's legs together like he did to Kenny Omega. But instead, Suzuki ended up tying up Yano's legs. He then put Yano in the sleeper hold and, and um, started to argue with the referee uh, Yano grabbed the referee to avoid the gotch pile driver and started to argue with the referee, pushed him into the corner, and as this happened, Tai Chi came in to attack Yano. Rocky Romero had enough and jumped off the English commentary booth and came in to attack 
uh, Tai Chi and took him out to a pop from the crowd. Then uh, he started to hit Suzuki, which was probably not the wisest thing to do. And uh, Suzuki took out uh, Rocky Romero here. And then Yano uh, came with some tape from behind Suzuki and managed to start to tape Suzuki's arm. But uh, Suzuki fought back. But uh, <laughs> Yano was persistent and managed to wrap the tape around Suzuki's body, meaning Suzuki couldn't move his arms. And so he was his arms were taped to his side. And then Yano low-blowed him and rolled him up and beat him with a pin. Suzuki went nuts. He grabbed a chair and started smashing every one of the young lions. And he became very, very angry. I expect that uh, Yano is going to get a never open weight title shot down the line from this. And he was just killing Yano, or uh, killing these young lions with those chair shots. Probably because he's going to kill Yano in their match. Uh, next up, we had Evil against Satoshi Kojima. And this was an other good match. Uh, I predicted Kojima to win this match, and I was just wrong. Uh, I only predicted, I believe, two matches correctly on this card. I predicted Sonata beating Tamatanga, and I was wrong. I predicted uh, Yano beating Suzuki. I was right. I predicted Kojima beating Evil. I was wrong. And I predicted Michael Elgin beating, or sorry, Juice beating Michael El uh, Elgin, and I was correct on that. So two, two for four on this one, 50% on this night. And uh, this was another really good match where Evil has shown that he's moving up in that main event level of work. And uh, Sonata has stepped up. I expected uh, Sonata as the one who would actually get the push in this tournament in Los Agobernables. Uh But that's actually why I predict Sonata would beat Okada and Evil wouldn't. And it turns out uh, it was the other way around. It was Evil beating Okada and Sonata didn't. Uh, but nonetheless, Sonata has looked good in this tournament, and I think he's uh, they have big things in store for him in the future. They're doing that slow push, slow build with him. And evil it's Evil's time right now to get pushed to the main event in that group. And Evil, in this match, uh, ended up beating Satoshi Kojima. This was a very nice back-and-forth match. Evil uh, managed to get Kojima in a waist lock and hit a German suplex, and then he hit the Darkness Falls. Evil did his uh, throat slash monitor, uh, motioning for the STO, you know, the thumb across the, th the throat thing. But Kojima fought out and uh, kept selling Evil's lariats and then hit one of his own. Kojima hit a Brain Buster and then went for one more lariat and countered Evil's attempt at an STO. Evil then headbutted Kojima and followed through with an STO of his own, getting the win over Satoshi Kojima in a very, very good match. Finally, oh my goodness, we had the main event. This match, this match was insane. Kenny Omega against Kazuchika Okada 3. Part 3 of their tr uh, trilogy thus far, and you know there's going to be a part 4 down the line. The question is when will it be at Wrestle Kingdom or a King of Pro Wrestling before that? It all really depends on if Omega wins the G1, uh, but we will get there. This I thought this was better than their first two matches. I, I could not believe how great this match was, and 
it's mainly because it was so fast-paced. They never stopped. From the, the moment the bell rang, they just went great full pace, just smashing each other with moves. And it, it worked perfectly with the story in the match. Okada was hurting and exhausted, and Omega knew he had to finish him in order to advance. And so Omega had such a relentless pace in this match. He knew he had to beat Okada within the time limit. Otherwise, he wasn't advancing to the finals. And he knew he had to take it to Okada because uh, Okada was exhausted. This is actually what I predicted, that Omega was going to go on constant attack for 25 minutes just so he could beat Okada here. And it ended up being uh, what I expected in that regard, but it ended up being a lot better than I expected. And so they started off very quickly. Um, Omega went for a V-trigger right away, and then uh, he also went for uh, a one-winged angel pretty much in the immediate moments. It spilled out to the floor very, very quickly. Uh, Omega threw uh, Okada into the barricade, or uh, Omega got thrown into the barricade, sorry. Then Okada landed a big boot, and uh, then I think uh, Omega or Okada hit a flying crossbody. The notes here, are I, they might not be right. Uh, then Okada hit a uh, big elbow and did his Rainmaker pose. Uh, they went back to the floor, and then uh, there was another big crossbody. Okada ended up smashing uh, Omega's neck against... Uh, or Okada ended up smashing his own neck against the guardrail. Omega took it back to the ring and hit a big missile drop kick on the back of Okada's neck. And then Omega continued to work over the neck, looking for a pile driver, but Okada countered with a back body drop. Omega went with a rolling senton. Okada got the knees up uh, with a moonsault attempt, but Omega countered with a, uh, with a hurricanrana and a drop kick to the neck again. Okada came back to the ring and hit a flapjack. Omega tried for a springboard, but Okada drop-kicked him, sending Omega crashing to the floor in what was a crazy spot. And then an even, even crazier spot followed with Omega hitting a reverse Rana on the floor on Okada, where Okada looked like he landed head first. If you actually look at it, his head didn't even touch the ground, but it still looked amazing. And then uh, the doctor came in and checked on Okada. The spot was perfect. Like, could Okada continue? But Omega had none of it. He continued to attack. He hit a dragon suplex on the apron. I screamed at my TV watching this. And then uh, he hit, uh, or he locked in that um, that uh, kind of like the fisherman's buster onto the knee. Uh, it, so it was a fisherman's neckbreaker, I guess. And Okada kicked out. Then they were at the 15-minute mark, and I felt like only a minute passed in this match. They were moving at such a ridiculous pace. Omega continued. Uh, he hit an, uh, another V-trigger. And then Okada started to get angry and caught the knee in one of the V-triggers and started to fight back. He hit his own tombstone pile driver. Omega took to, took it to the top rope and went for a fisherman's buster, but Okada sent uh, him back to the mat and then delivered a gigantic missile dropkick to o Omega that sent him flying across the ring. Omega hit another V-trigger, and they did some more back and forth. Okada fought back with a German suplex. Omega hit an absolutely insane Uranagi on Okada, dropping him right on his head. I jumped 
out of my chair. I was screaming at the TV. If my windows were open, I probably would have awoken my neighbors if they were still sleeping. It was around 9.30 in the morning, so they probably weren't. Uh, but I was up since, well, I was up all night, but uh, the show started at 6.30 my time. And uh, Okada ended up fighting back uh, with a Rainmaker, but Omega kicked out a two. There was an, uh, let's see, Omega then got a backslide, uh, and Okada hit another Rainmaker and held onto the wrist. Okada went for another, but Omega ducked under and hit a German suplex, dropping Okada on his head, then hit another on him again. Okada hit some elbows, uh, but Omega hit another reverse uh, reverse Rana. Omega went for the one-winged angel, but Okada escaped. And uh, then uh, Omega hit another move, uh, uh, Kreutz Wrath, it says here on the notes. I'm actually not sure what that move is. I can't remember. Then uh, Okada came back with another dropkick and went for another Rainmaker, but Omega countered with his Rainmaker knee, that Rainmaker V-trigger, and he finally hit the one-winged angel on Okada and got the 1-2-3 and won the B-block. Kenny Omega is your B-block winner, and he's going on to the finals to face Tetsuya Naito, and they both have 14 points going into the finals, which means they're equal in that way, although... uh, I, I'm not sure. I think the competition was stiffer in the B block, at least in terms of Okada and Omega. But man, oh man, the A block was closer in terms of uh, who could have won. But this match, this this was the best match of the G1 so far. Uh, I, I'm going to have a list of every match that I've rated above four stars once I do my recap podcast. And... I will tell you every single one of those matches. Uh, Or if it's too many, I will just list the number. But this was outstanding. If there's one match to watch in the G1 this year, this is it for absolutely sure. Uh, Absolutely incredible. And so now they both end their G1 with with 14 points and having an incredible G1. And uh, Kenny Omega, man, I I don't know if he's going to win the G1, but this match was a very good argument that he should. Uh, Naito can win a two, and that would be fine. That would be great as well. Either way, we're going to see Okada Omega 4 down the line, and maybe, just maybe, Omega will finally win that IWGP Heavyweight Championship. I know we're going to see Juice and Omega as well for the U.S. title down the line, So we have lots of great matches. Evil against Okada. Oh my, lots and lots of good matches coming up this fall, leading into Wrestle Kingdom. And this was another example of why New Japan is awesome. This match delivered on every single level. It played into the story of the previous two matches, especially with the pace. And Kenny Omega is your B-Block champion, going on to face Tetsuya Naito in the finals tomorrow. And so with that, I'm going to close you out with Kenny Omega's music. Go watch this match, people. Go, go watch it if you haven't. And I'll talk to you again after a while.